on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Aggie football has been brought to you by Sports Academy and Racquet Club. Your club, your results, your life. Zions Bank. We haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Ford. Go further. And by ARS. Clean up, restore, rebuild. Welcome to Aggie Postgame. Final in this one, Utah State loses to Air Force 35-7. Aggies fall to 1-5 on the season. It'll wrap up the season coming up next week against Colorado State. A football season that, frankly, for most of the summer and early fall, a lot of us never really thought would ever happen is going to be concluded here in uh, about 10 days from now. And then lots of decisions. Yes. You know, from uh, coaching staff to player personnel, and uh, and then you just kind of reset. Uh, this has been a year that, unlike any other, that uh, you didn't get the kind of uh, conditioning that you wanted, the kind of strength training you wanted, the kind of uh, obviously no spring ball, no really fall prim- practice and scrimmage. You didn't get your, your time in the weight room like you would like. And uh, when you're young, the seventh youngest team in the country, it, it shows out here when you're you're going up against the big boys like the uh, the Air Force offensive line, and it showed here, especially in the second half, as things started to wear down. Utah State just couldn't get off the field defensively. Only one stop to force a, a, an Air Force punt here tonight, except for the the kneel down there at yeah. the end, and uh, and Air Force just flexed their muscles, went on uh, you know long long drives, scored on five of six possessions, ended up with 334 right at right about their average, 334 yards rushing. 127 yards passing, 461 yards of total offense for this Air Force offense here tonight. And by the way, Frank Miley taking uh, taking a long time going to the uh, to the locker room tonight, coming over to the uh, to the goal line there and getting ready to go into the locker room. But uh, it's been uh, it's been an interesting night for a lot of Utah State Aggies playing their final home game of the year. And you and I won't be back in this stadium until. Hopefully, fingers crossed, yep. you know, late August, early September of next year. And, you know, I think we, we kind of knew coming into this year, even before the season began, that this might be a tough one because of the schedule, because of the youth. But uh, you know what? It's uh, it's going to be an, a very important off year, off season for Utah State with the coaching decisions, with the player personnel. It'll be interesting to see how many of the seniors will want to come back It'll be very interesting to see which of the players the coaching staff wants yeah. to come back. Yep. But there's no question that there's a lot of good young talent on this team. It just lacks experience and strength and uh, needs a little bit more time. Well, and that's one thing that we talked to Gary Anderson at the end of last season. They go 7-6 and six, uh, um, and uh, lose the bowl game, but you got the sense of we're getting closer. You know, the, the future looks really good. We just got to get guys a full spring, spend all summer into that weight room, get everybody where they need to be from a physicality standpoint, and they never got that opportunity uh, because of COVID. And I think I think it shows uh, the numbers uh, and the physicality. Utah State went young. They didn't go JCs. They went young and wanted to really develop this thing. And unfortunately, the byproduct of that is COVID came in and didn't allow you to develop the players and then you know there's a lot of other you know things that went on behind the scenes as well that kind of stunted the growth of this team and um and certainly it uh it leads to a one in five season um with one game left to be played and it leads to a change in the yes the coaching staff yep. right yep. and uh, obviously having that happen in the middle of the season was disruptive having guys opt out and jump into the portal in the middle of the season which 
you would never see in any other year, really. No. It all leads to the weirdness of 2020, and we can't get this year in the rearview mirror yeah. fast enough and, and turn the page and move on to, to 2021. But with that said, I will say this in terms of John Hartwell and the athletic director. If you, when you need to make those hard decisions – and you feel like that's a decision you need to make, you need to make it as soon as you, as soon as possible and, and start working because you get a leg up on a lot of other teams out there looking for the guy that you feel like is the best fit for your program. Yeah, and, uh, you know, he's been busy, I'm sure, yep. the last uh, couple of weeks. And, uh, you know, if if indications are correct and what he told us last week is, uh, you know, it could be a decision as early as Saturday or even uh, early next week. And then you start the, the rebuild process, uh, you know, and, and it's not really a rebuild as much as it is continue to grow and develop the players and the talent that you have on the staff and get them in the right positions to make plays. You've got a little bit of talent out there, no question. And, uh, you know, you've got a young quarterback who's learning. Peasley tonight was 17 of 32 for 123 yards, one touchdown, led that beautiful opening drive, and then uh, threw that last interception, the last play of the first half, and then got hit again and, and had another interception. The Aggies were negative two in the turnover battle tonight. And when they had an opportunity, they were eight of their first ten on third downs, they were one of their last four on third down conversion. Just could not keep the offense on the field. And then, obviously, the defense could not get Air Force off the field at all in five of the six drives between the first and second, uh, third quarters. And, uh, you know, that's all Air Force really needed to, to run this thing away. Post-game show brought to you in part by Zions Bank. They have been a game sponsor tonight. And as a true blue sponsor of the Aggies, Zions Bank wants to help you make a financial touchdown. Visit one of their four locations in Cache County. They haven't forgotten who keeps them in business, ZionsBank.com. We continue on with your post-game show next on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Tonight's game sponsored in part by Monson Vision, Utah's premier vision correction provider. Monson Vision offers a variety of cutting-edge custom treatments, including LASIK, Smile, and implantable contact lenses. Visit MonsonVision.com for free custom vision consultation. Utah State loses this game 35-7. to Scott Gerard alongside Kevin White as we continue on with your post-game show. And, Kevin, um, it's our last game here in Maverick Stadium for the 2020 season. And um, we got one more game coming up, Colorado State next week in Fort Collins. And then we put this season to bed and uh, get ready for spring ball and fall camp and everything else coming up next year. With a with a new head coach, and it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. It will, and and I got to believe, you know, it's interesting right now. You got Stephen Cotsonley out practicing his his punting, which is great. But uh, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see what a new philosophy will be uh, for this Aggie football team. What the, what a new coaching staff will bring. Um, you know, I think every 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 Aggie fan out there is is anxious to see what that that change is going to look like. So. It'll be, uh, it'll be really interesting to kind of just restart everything in the spring. Jordan Nathan, Utah State wide receiver, kind enough to join us here on the postgame show. Utah State drops this game 35-7. to Jordan, you guys look so great in the first drive of the game. Kind of take us through that uh, that, that opening drive and, and what led to some early success for your team. So, I mean, that whole drive, I was preaching on the third downs, like we need to capitalize on this. You know, we don't get a lot of opportunities with Air Force, and, you know, we need to go down there, score, make make an impact on the game, help the defense out. And that was just pretty much the whole thing. I was just – the whole time I was saying that. I was like, we need to, we need to capitalize. We need to go down there, score every drive. We need, to, we need to put – we need to make some momentum so the defense get a break and so that we can get some momentum going for the, for the offense. 
Jordan, did, did you think uh, what kind of adjustments did they make after that first drive? It's kind of, you know, they held you scoreless the rest of the ball game. Was that more you guys or was that something that they did that, uh, that changed the, the kind of the flow of the game? You know, it was more of us. We had some mental mistakes with penalties, um, drop balls, missed opportunities, you know. We can't we can't afford that. We get, especially against a team like this, we're gonna kill the whole clock. So it was I mean, it was pretty much us. We shouldn't we should have been dialed in the whole time and we should have knew we did the first drive of the game. If we did that would have been just fine. But it's okay, it's a learning experience and we'll just have to move on uh, learn from it. Jordan, this has been, uh, I mean, you've you've been part of teams that have been uh, really, really good, and, and you're with a team right now that is one in five. Uh, as a leader on this team and as a guy been around this locker room, obviously you've only got one game left of the season, but what's the message of this team to try to regroup and get ready to get this thing back on track? Man, the message for this team is to finish strong. We don't, we don't want to see any quitters. We don't want to see any heads held down. You know, we want people to finish strong for the seniors, for everybody. At least do it for yourself. You're not going to do it for the seniors, you know, or for the coaches that is currently here. Because not everything is guaranteed. You know, when the new coaches that gets here, not everybody's scholarship is guaranteed, and the current jobs that are here are not guaranteed. So finish strong. Finish for yourself. It's, this game is a, is a very is a, is a prideful game. But we need to just finish, finish the thing out strong and, you know, just take day by day. I'm curious. Is, is the the – sort of turmoil and the and the chaos of, of coaching staffs and, and, and teammates opting in and out and all the, the stuff that's gone on this year. How has it impacted you individually and, and this whole team? What would you say to that? Um, personally, for myself, you know, my, I have a great position coach and Coach Phillips, and he teaches me to have a business mentality. Um, so that's the mentality I have, and, you know, I, I can't look at somebody else's path I have to control what I do and, you know, do what's best for the team and finish out strong, like I said. Um, and as for the group, I mean, you know, you have some people that, you know, pay attention to it and some some don't. Obviously, the leaders and the veterans are the people that don't pay attention to it. And, you know, you have the younger the, the younger people that just came in, like freshmen and red shirts that obviously probably pay attention to it. But, you know, they'll learn from that and they won't let – I get in their heads, and we'll just have to focus even more. And for their future, they have to focus up. You know, you're supposed to, you're going to hit some type of adversity during the season. It's just what do you do with that? Uh, how, I mean, you've got Colorado State coming up next week. Uh, you're, a, you're a prideful person. I know this team and this university means a lot for you. How important is it for you to make sure that you end the season the right way in Fort Collins? It's, it's huge. You know, I wouldn't want to. In any other way, I want to win. I want my teammates to win. I want to have, I mean, that locker room celebration after you win is something else. You know, I'm, it's the last week. It was it was a marvelous feeling. I had a great weekend. You know, I just, it was just it was. I don't know. I, it's I kind of get emotional thinking about it because like, I put my all into this game and <clears throat> for the season to come out like this, it's just it's, it's disappointing. Is the word that I could use to describe this whole season. But I'm like I said, I'm gonna finish out strong and do what I can uh, with the opportunity that's given to me to help the team win. And, Jordan, for you personally, uh, this being your senior year, I, I mean, you've got an opportunity to, to perhaps come back. I, I'm curious where you are academically and, and what your, your thoughts are uh, for, for your, your own future. So um, I graduated last spring, so right now I'm doing my master's. Um, as of right now, I'm not too sure what I'm going to do. You know, like I said, not everything's guaranteed. Um, and, you know, I have to talk over my mom 
but what I want to do. And, you know, I'm real close. Like I said, I'm real close to Coach Phillips. So I'm just going to have to just discuss everything and see what's best for me and what to do in this situation. But, you know, I wouldn't trade being an Aggie for nothing. I love being an Aggie. Utah State is the only school that gave my opportunity, and I will be forever grateful for this and the people in the community for having open arms and welcoming me into the Aggie Nation. I want to talk about that a little bit, Jordan, because, you know, sometimes we – and granted, look, it's a game, and, and ultimately everybody's kind of judged in, on wins and losses. But uh, the fact that you've got a bachelor's and you're working I, – I, I, I want to know what you're getting your master's in because and, and, I think that's so great when guys not only get their degree but get close to getting a master's degree as well. I mean, because that the, – the football is so fleeting, and I know you want to play for as long as you can, but that master's degree is going to serve you well the rest of your life. Yeah, so, so I'm taking right now. I'm doing sports management. So it's just, you know, if I want to, if I get blessed and have an opportunity to go to the next level and play football, um, I can get into agencies because that's what this master's program does. Or maybe I can open my own agency. And that's just pretty much what it is for us the sales tickets and all the stuff like that. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's a great opportunity. You know, I never thought that I would be in the situation I am today. Um, I never thought I'd be taking my master's at Utah State and playing football. It's, it's everything I'm very grateful for and very blessed. So it's, it's a humbling experience for sure. I think it's it's great, Jordan, that you look at, at, at all the positives that come out of your time at Utah State. And even when you're going through the challenges that you are as a, as a football squad this year, I, I think that your guys can look to you as an example of, of what being an Aggie and a, a true-blooded Aggie could be all about. And so I, I'm curious what – you might be able to do this week in leading up because you got a, you know a, a couple of extra days as well leading into that Colorado State game. Is there anything that gets said? Is there anything that can be done from an example perspective to to show some of these young guys that are still learning out here? Yeah, um, so I try to come in here every day for practice with the like I said a business like mentality, a professional mentality. I try to get better every day, and I try to instill that into my teammates as well. You know, if I'm busting my tail and running my routes and, you know, doing what I need to do on offense, that's going to make the corners better. That's going to make the defense better. Because they see that, and it's just infectious, you know. On the lower classroom, they, they, they love to see that too. I had a fellow receiver today, London, tell me that he looks up to me and, you know, he, he loves what I do. And that, that struck home to me because I don't really get that a lot. I don't know if people think it or, or whatever the case is, but it makes me go even harder because I can give more reason to, you know, what I need to do for this program and like I said I love Utah State and I mean I couldn't see myself nowhere else and you know I mean that's pretty much it Jordan um can't thank you enough and I know we've kept you too long uh, but thanks for uh obviously we get a chance to see you again next week but thanks for being a great ambassador of Utah State and being a great uh great player for this squad well thank you for having me on here you got it Jordan Nathan right here on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College Take a quick break, come back, and you'll hear from Frank Miley straight ahead. Aggie postgame show from Learfield IMG College. Discount Tire has locations in Logan, Providence, and Smithville. Discount Tire offers services such as oil change, emissions, alignments, car maintenance, and more. More information is available at webtires.net as we continue on. With your Aggie postgame show, Utah State drops this 135-7 to Air Force. Joining us now, interim head coach at Utah State, Frank Miley, kind enough to join us. And, Coach, uh, let's let's start with the positive. That first drive, 
I don't think you could have scripted anything better. Eight minutes off the clock. Uh, you go right down the field. You score a touchdown. And, uh, and, and everything looks great. And, uh, and then Air Force does what Air Force usually does. And, boy, they, they really got things going there after that. No, absolutely, man. I, I was proud of our offense of how we started the game. That was part of our game plan is to control the – keep those guys off the field, control the clock a little bit more. And, uh, man, they did a hell of a job there in the first eight minutes. And, you know, defensively, man, we we put them in situations that were – were, they were not used to being longer. Uh, we just couldn't – we couldn't finish. We couldn't get off the football field. And so, uh, when you can't get off the field and you allow them to eat up clock and, and – really wear out your guys throughout the game. It's hard to beat these guys. Coach, I'm, I'm curious, in the third quarter, uh, when you got your opportunity, you got the short field. Uh, I, I'm curious, do, do you feel like you, you abandoned the run game just a little bit in that, that uh, third quarter, a little bit too early? Or what, what did you see out there? Uh, you know, that, you know we, we, we played the game according to how we felt like we needed to play it. Uh, you know, and so trying to switch it up on these guys the run in the past so um you know I, I don't question any of the the game planning and any of the calls that were made um you know at the end of the day football comes down to effort and execution and i think the effort was there but the execution was lacking uh being on the headset on both sides of the ball which you know that's on me for not preparing these guys to, to be ready to roll frank miley kind enough to join us utah state drops this game 35 to 7 and they're just uh you know you, you've got some youngsters out there and Air Force just seems to take advantage of any slight weakness out there or any missed assignment. You mentioned the, the heart and the drive was there, but sometimes the execution was not. And was that the case on some of those drives defensively? Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Early on, we had opportunities to, you know, create explosive plays on defense and, uh, you know, miscommunications and eye progressions. And so, as you saw, it, I thought we put them in a situation where we could have got off the field. Um three and outs uh, or on fourth downs. And, and, again, we allowed these guys to take shots and throw the ball up in the air, and they converted. And so we couldn't get off the football field, and that's a problem when you play Air Force. I'm, I'm curious, Coach. Uh, you know, they called the, the high-low block a couple of times, but is that something that happens almost every play against these guys? It happens a lot. I, I addressed it, you know, just from watching film and how often it happened. I, I addressed it before the game with the referees and you know they, they called two of them throughout the game I believe and uh, you know and, and some of that's according to interpretation on, on what they see as far as the center trying to climb to the second level and not really uh, blocking the nose guard and so that that's something that becomes dangerous for our players if you know those guys don't monitor it but uh, you know I, was, I don't think they call it often but they called it twice tonight so that was good to see you know and there was a there was a moment on their first drive. It was fourth and nine, and they complete a pass. And uh, and Kevin and I we have a monitor in our booth, and it was so far behind that Air Force had already scored a touchdown before they finally showed a review of a pass. And I don't know if it got relayed down to you that it looked like he actually dropped it. But how hard is it to try to you know talk to an official when your guys up here in the booth don't have enough time to really see whether or not that uh, see a review on that thing. You know, and what's funny is, you know, on the headset, the guys upstairs were, were saying because it was fourth down, they should have reviewed it and looked at it if it was even close. And so, uh, you know, but, but again, that's, that's, that's on the referees trying to make that call. And so that was out of our control. But, you know, you wish they would have taken the time to look at it because that was a big play in, in the series right then. We could have been off the field. 
I know you, you talked a little bit in pregame about uh, the sort of the feathering technique. And did you did you consider maybe uh, getting away from that a little bit? It looked like that the Daniels, their quarterback, was banged up just a little bit and, and trying to maybe force it out of his hands and get it to get to the pitch man a little bit quicker. Yeah, we were trying to switch it up on him, give him different looks uh, to keep him guessing, you know. And at the end of the day, we just technique-wise got a little bit sloppy. The communication of who had what uh, wasn't cleaning enough, and so you know they, they took advantage of it and they did what they did. And so we just got to clean that stuff up. So it, it, there's no room for error when you play these guys, and, and there was there was one too many errors out there as far as you know who has the inside of the quarterback to uh, to the pitch, and you know we were just you know, weren't where we were supposed to be. And again, against these guys, man, you can't afford to, to, to miss a line or miss assignment. How much do you think of that is, is uh, you know, you got a lot of youth out there at safety, at, at the B-backer position. Uh, you had a lot of young guys out there that have not really experienced the speed of what this offense runs like. Is that something that, that, that you thought they exposed just a little bit? Yeah, I think so, man. But at the end of the day, we got to train these guys. We got to get them ready to roll. And so... Um, whether, whether we got to simplify that or, or whatever it is, man, we, we know these guys got to play. And so, um, we, it's our job to get them ready, you know? And so if they weren't ready to go, then that's on me. Coach, appreciate your time. Uh, looking forward to catching up with you next week and, uh, get ready for this finale against Colorado state. Thanks so much. Sounds good. Thanks guys. You got it. That is Frank Miley right here on the Aggie sports network from Learfield. IMG college, Utah state drops this game 35 to seven. The Herald Journal, uh, the Herald Journal, proudly supports Utah State University athletics. Don't miss a single minute of Aggie coverage by picking up a copy of the Herald Journal or visiting them online at hjnews.com. Uh, tonight's drive of the game, brought to you by Larry H. Miller Dealerships. Pretty simple on this one. First drive of the game, eight minutes and four seconds, fifteen plays, sixty-five yards, five for five on third down conversions, including the touchdown on a third down. It was it was beautiful. It yeah. was it was right what they wanted to do against this Air Force football team. Take the air out of the football, drive the ball, get third down conversions, score. That was a terrific drive to start this thing, and it gave us a lot of hope. But uh, Air Force then did what they did, yeah, and do what they do, and they're really good at it. Yeah, yeah, they are really really good at it. Uh, tonight's uh, Sports Academy and Racquet Club Player of the Game. Um, I'll let you decide on this one. You know, you love the effort of, of Nick Hanniger every time out. Yeah. Again, 14 tackles here again tonight. Um, you know, you'd like to give it to him again. Um, Kevin Metzenheimer had 10 tackles. Uh, you know, offensively, uh, it was nice to see Jordan Nathan and, and Taylor Compton get a couple of catches each. Um, but it's hard, to, it's hard to break away from Nick Hanniger for me. I mean, yeah. back-to-back weeks, just playing lights out. Uh, and an outside linebacker getting 14 tackles. Normally that's an inside linebacker that gets that level. Uh, for me, Nick Henniger again tonight, shown out. That is your Sports Academy and Racquet Club player of the game. Well, we got one more game left, partner. Uh, this is the last time we'll be in this stadium. Um, and I uh, can't wait to get back here in uh, when things are a little bit back to normal. Should have a vaccine in the next few months. Should hopefully get everything more normalized, we hope. Hope these kids can have a spring, you know, a winter conditioning and a spring season, a spring ball. And uh, I, I hope that when we come back and step foot back into this booth and into this stadium that uh, it's filled with Aggie fans and Aggie Nation can yeah. get back to, to getting their support behind this team. And uh, you know what? They'll be bigger, better, faster, stronger next year. 
and uh, I think that it's they're poised for a, a pretty good season next year. No doubt. One game left, though, Colorado State next Saturday, and you'll hear it all right here on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. For Ajay Salveson, keeping us on the air. For Alex Lundberg, back in our Salt Lake City studios. For Kevin White, I'm Scott Gerard. Thanks for listening. Utah State loses to Air Force 35-7 on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Aggie football has been brought to you by SC Needham Jewelers, where Utah gets engaged. Locker 42, your source for Aggie apparel. Ford, go further. America First Credit Union, financial solutions for every need. ARS, clean up, restore, rebuild. Also brought to you by Sports Academy and Racquet Club. Your club, your results, your life. Smiths, fresh for everyone. Old Chicago, home of the Aggies Coaches Show. Holiday Inn Express, stay smart. Also by Larry H. Miller Dealerships, driven by you, Beaver Mountain, come ski the beam, and by Zions Bank. We haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. The proceeding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Aggie Sports Network.